Hello, we the people. This is Carmela Silliberti. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, we're going to discuss the ballot shortages that occurred in Chester County during May's primary. You haven't heard about this? Really? I don't know how you could have missed it with the thorough and unbiased reporting that comes out of the like of the Daily Local. Regardless, one polling location was shorted Republican primary ballots by significant measure, and another didn't receive any Republican primary ballots at all. Before we get into the particulars and how to remedy the situation for November, let us orient ourselves in the law. You know, veggies before dessert. Article 2, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution establishes the Electoral College which elects the President and Vice President of the U.S., Each state has as many electors in the Electoral College as it has representatives and senators in the U.S. Congress. In Pennsylvania, all those electoral votes are required to go to the candidate who receives the most votes in the Commonwealth. Article 1, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution makes state legislators responsible for the times, places, and manner of electing U.S. senators and representatives. As we are all familiar, several constitutional amendments and federal laws have been passed to protect voting rights. For example, the 15th Amendment granted African American men the right to vote, the 19th Amendment granted women the right to vote, the 24th Amendment eliminated poll tax, the 26th Amendment lowered the voting age to 18. In addition to the Constitution and its several amendments, federal voting right laws have included the Civil Rights Act of 1870, 1957, 1960, and 1964, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, Voting Accessibility for the Elderly and Handicapped Act in 1984, the Uniformed and Overseas Citizen Absentee Voting Act of 1986, Voter Registration Act of 1993, Help America Vote Act of 2002, with its subsequent Election Assistance Commission, which assists states in complying with the Act, and the Military Overseas Voting Empowerment Act of 2009. State voting laws work in conjunction with those federal requirements. Specifically, Article 1, Section 5 of Pennsylvania's Constitution guarantees free and equal elections. Article 7 provides the framework on how elections are to be conducted in the Commonwealth. Pennsylvania's Election Code, an act originally passed in 1937, provides further detail for elections in electoral districts. It is this act that has been revised numerous times, for example, in 2019 with the much heard of Act 77, and is incorporated into Pennsylvania's consolidated and unconsolidated statutes. Pennsylvania's Election Code defines the powers and duties of each of Pennsylvania's 67 county boards. With rare exception, the County Board of Elections are comprised of the county's commissioners. These county commissioners have, as I said, various powers and duties designated to them through Pennsylvania's Election Code, but those of particular interest to this discussion are the power and duty to select and equip polling places that meet the requirements of this act, to purchase, preserve, store, and maintain primary and election equipment of all kinds, including voting booths, ballot boxes, and voting machines, and to procure ballots and all other supplies for elections. 
to make and issue such rules, regulations, and instructions not inconsistent with the law as they may deem necessary for the guidance of voting machine custodians, elections officers, and electors, to instruct elections officers in their duties, calling them together in a meeting whenever deemed advisable, and to inspect systematically and thoroughly the conduct of primaries and elections in the several election districts of the county to the end that primaries and elections may be honestly, efficiently, and uniformly conducted. Now, the individual commissioners in Chester County responsible for executing these duties are Democrats Marion Moskowitz and Josh Maxwell, with Republican Michelle Kickline in the minority. The board is run by the majority party, which right now is held by the Democrats. So, yes, our majority Democrat Board of Elections failed to provide a sufficient quantity of ballots in the May 2022 primary. You would think... This is the first election ever conducted in our county. How difficult is this to review how many registered voters there are and order enough ballots? The failure to provide a sufficient number of ballots is just the beginning. Allow me to explain. Through PA's Right to Know Law, I obtained and audited the records surrounding these issues. The review included the 2022 primary ballot order spreadsheets, the County Election Policy and Procedure Manual, MPC Inc.'s Voter Ballot and Printing Production Proposal, Election Day Call Logs, and Emails. And here's what I discovered. At 6.30 a.m. on Election Day, Voter Services was notified that the ballot box for Precinct Number 825, Westchester 2 West, did not contain Republican ballots. The record goes on to reflect that ballots were printed at 8.20 a.m., Now, why did they have to be printed? Well, obviously, because there wasn't a supply of them on hand at the county board. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. Also, at 7 a.m. on Election Day, voter services was notified that precinct number 410 West Nottingham was supplied with an insufficient number of Republican ballots, and a few hundred more ballots would be needed. Again, at 9.33, they received a call notifying voter services of the issue and requesting 300 more ballots. At around 11.30, the precinct ran out of those Republican primary ballots. At around noon, I received a call informing me that the Republican primary ballots were in fact exhausted at the West Nottingham precinct. So I went ahead and called voter services and asked them when they were due to arrive. How long would it take for them to get them printed? And at what point would they be transported? Voter services, of course, was very kind and said that they were working on it and that they would get them down there as soon as possible. The ballots didn't arrive until about 2.30 in the afternoon. Now, as you are a reasonable person, you might be thinking, wouldn't it be a good idea to keep a stock of ballots at the county seat in case of an emergency? And you would be correct. In fact, our state law requires it. Pennsylvania's election code states, in addition to the number of ballots required to be printed for general distribution, maintain a sufficient supply of ballots at the office of the county board, For the use of any district, the ballots for which may be lost, destroyed, or stolen. This failure to maintain a sufficient supply of ballots for emergencies resulted in turning away an untold number of Republican voters for several hours as they were unable to cast their vote via paper ballot. 
Given that Voter Services was printing ballots on Election Day, I requested in my right to know how many ballots they printed for these two precincts. You'll be stunned to find out that I didn't receive an answer. The county did not indicate the quantity of ballots printed, whether each ballot was attached to a stub, bound together in books of 50, and numbered consecutively, or when the ballots were delivered to the precinct. Further, the record does not include a policy or procedure for the printing of ballots on Election Day, nor is there any mention of chain of custody for the distribution of those printed ballots to the precinct in need. You may now be wondering, how was it that these two precincts were shorted? Excellent question. I analyzed the county order sheets, and it is clear that the board does not use a formula in determining the number of ballots to order. Let me say that again. The board does not use a formula in determining the number of ballots to be ordered. They use a best guess, we have always ordered this many before approach, and even that approach is inconsistently applied across our 231 precincts. The disparity ranges from ordering only enough ballots for 10% of registered voters to ordering more than two and a half ballots per registered voter. This failure resulted in significant surplus and deficit supply of Republican and Democrat ballots in several precincts. Now, certainly these errors didn't happen to favor one party over the other. Well, they kind of did. Only Republican primary voters were impacted by shortages. There were no reported deficits of Democrat primary ballots at any of the 231 precincts. And what about the surplus? Does that make a difference? Well, I think it does. If you have significantly more ballots than you do registered voters, that could be cause for concern. In one instance, 785 Willistown Precinct, there are 366 registered Republicans. The county ordered 700 Republican ballots for that precinct. However, they also did this for two precincts when it came to the Democrat primary ballots. In 545 West Sadsbury, there are 366 registered Democrat voters. The county ordered 700 ballots. And in 365 West Marlboro, there are 249 registered Democrat voters. They ordered 650 ballots. Now, these surpluses are enough to swing certain races and pose another area of vulnerability to our vote. Now, this may have you thinking as it got me thinking. Is there some way the county could employ technology of some sort to magically come up with the appropriate quantity of ballots? You know, something more sophisticated than a calculator, maybe even something that could be programmed to ensure that typos don't occur? Have you ever heard of this type of thing? Now, I know this would be a reach, but do you think they could get their hands on Excel? Thank the Lord they are not responsible for putting satellites into space. But wait, there's more. So let's say the board manages to place an order for the correct amount. All is good, right? They ordered the right number of ballots. The right number of ballots have arrived. They're all going to get to the precincts correctly. Certainly, they can manage to take those ballots received from the printer and place them into the storage box for transport to those precincts, right? Wrong. In the case of 825 Westchester 2W, the precinct who didn't receive any Republican ballots, well, the county's ballot order spreadsheet reflects an order quantity of 300. 
So what happened? Did the county never get them from the vendor? Did the county misplace the order once they received it from the vendor? The world may never know. Seriously, we don't know. Do you think they'll find all of our missing socks alongside the 300 Westchester ballots? It's possible. Now again, we're left asking, do you think the illustrious leaders sitting on the Board of Elections could come up with a way to ensure that the 231 ballots of various quantities make it to each precinct? Have these people ever shopped at a Walmart? Can you say inventory system? Ladies and gentlemen, this is just embarrassing. As a dear friend of mine says, the Chester County Commissioners have made a mockery of our election. What are our options? How do we force our elected officials to do their damn job? We shame them into it. Maybe we should start a Got Ballots campaign similar to the Got Milk campaign. Let's demand they follow the law, demand they develop a ballot procurement formula and apply it consistently across all precincts, demand they develop an inventory system ensuring that the ballots conform to the purchase order, the quantity ordered against the quantity shipped or delivered, there is no damage, the unit of measure is correct, for example, 50 ballots per book, and develop a chain of custody as pre-printed ballots are moved from storage and the appropriate quantity is placed in door C of the DS-200 ballot box. Sample text for an email to the commissioners is found in the show notes. Finally, I have provided an audit report detailing my findings to the commissioners. Also, to see if they have taken any action at all to correct the issues for November, I have submitted a follow-up right-to-know request. I will keep you posted as we move forward on this issue. In a peaceful society, ballots are all that stand between freedom and tyranny. Our ballots are more precious than banknotes. They are more akin to the printing plates themselves. It is time that our local government stop running our elections like a church bingo and employ Brinks-type security. Again, thank you for joining me. I would love to hear from you. Please submit comments or questions via Facebook at Carmela Celebrity ESQ or email me at contact at CarmelaCelebrity.com or call me 302 382- Want to help build the constitutional conservative movement in Chester County? Subscribe to my podcast. It's free and subscriptions help us get the word out. Thanks again.